From the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia to around the globe, you're listening to Shark Bite Biz, your exclusive place for business strategy, sales, marketing, and tech in the roaring 20s. And now, here's your host, David Strausser. Welcome to the newest episode of Shark Bite Biz. I'm your rock star wannabe host, David Strausser. This is your place to learn how to grow a business during complete chaos. We got another fan favorite guest making her second appearance on Shark Fight Biz. First, though, remember if you're watching us on YouTube, you can join the channel, support us, become a baby shark. It is $3 a month, and you get some pretty gnarly parts. But if giving money through big tech isn't your thing, you can also go to our coffee brand and get the freshest coffee ever delivered to your door. Did I mention it's also zombie themed? Deadhousecoffee.com. Use code SHARK and all proceeds directly support us producing the biggest and best show we possibly can. So we're going to go back to our biz dev roots today and discuss how to future-proof your business by building relationships and growing your email list. Yes, I said email list in 2021. We're going to discuss how to convert followers into dollars on Instagram, how to develop profit-driving brand stories, and how you can build your business as an empire. So, who is today's guest? The one, the only, Alea Harris. Alea Harris believes that all business owners should make good money by doing what they love. And fortunately, many are great at using their skills to uplift clients with their craft, but struggle with financial and emotional hurdles that hold them back from reaching their full potential. As an award-winning marketer with over a decade of experience, Alea and her team at Flourish Marketing develop highly converting email, social media, and website copy, empowering education and bioenergetic business coaching solutions, and profit-driving marketing strategies to help passionate empire builders turn their talent into treasures. I love that statement. It is incredible. So, hey, let's bring Alea on in here. Reach your customer. Alea, welcome back to Shark Bite Biz for the second time. The you second just became time. Shark Bait. <laughs> See, told you I have a tagline now. You do have a tag- tagline. I know I'm back. I couldn't stay away. We had such a good time the first time, and I can only oh, yeah. imagine what this has in store for us this time. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I loved your episode so much. I don't know if you know this, but I'm 99% sure I have your episode, your headshot. Folk, uh, featured on the homepage of Shark Bite Biz. Oh Has my some goodness, of the, I didn't yeah. know that. Well, that's an yeah. honor. Well, I probably didn't tell you, but uh, yeah. I, <laughs> well, it's an honor the... now that I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of cycle through them every now and then, but it should be there 
now or very, very shortly once we do the next cycle through, because, you know, we have hit, I, I forget when you were on, I think maybe in the forties. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we're up to over, by the time this airs, we're, you're, we're going to be pushing 120 episodes. So it's yeah. been, you know, a long time in the podcast world, but yes. anyways, Welcome back. Uh, I, I guess just we've got a lot of new listeners since the first time you were on the show. And I'm sure everybody didn't go back to listen to all the no, old I'm episodes. So sure. <laughs> let's stick with the tradition. But the very first question is just give us a high level summary. Who are you? What are you doing? What's your background? Basically, what makes Alea Alea? Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. So my name is Alea Harris. I'm the owner of Flourish Marketing. And at Flourish Marketing, we help empire-building entrepreneurs flourish in business and life. We do that through strategy, story brand, copywriting for marketing funnels, and bioenergetic business coaching. My background is as a marketer. I've been a marketer for over a decade but I also was a chef prior to that. And I have also worked in the uh, cosmetic industry and I've worked as in corporate and now as an entrepreneur. My, my, my recent golden handcuff gig before owning Flourish Marketing was as the head of marketing for North America for a large corporate food service and facilities management company. But Golden handcuff. That, yeah, golden handcuff. However, I feel so bad. Funny. <laughs> I miss the pay- paychecks are nice. I mean, I have paychecks like I'm a I'm my corporation's W two employee, but like I worked yeah. really works for that money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A paycheck from a of a normal company is just so nice. No, <laughs> Which is it what is. People from going after their dreams, really. Yeah, yeah. So two things there. First off, I love how you just casually said a chef from our past conversation. I mean, you were cooking for famous people. I mean, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it was very cool. I mean, and, and, and that's, I think, why I was so good at what I did, because I'm not someone who gets starstruck. I love people and I love mm-hmm. listening and engaging. And there, I can't think of anybody who I'd be like, <gasps> Oh, and fangirl out. I mean, I think that some people are really cool and that I admire, like Beyonce and Oprah and Jason Momoa, but I (laughs) wouldn't necessarily like treat them any differently. And I, that's why I was great in their household. So yeah, I would, I was a chef for celebrities of star and music and screen. Small town Pennsylvania. I would like the first time I met somebody famous, I was starstruck, like calling up all my friends, stuff like that. But then, especially living out there in Baja or San Diego and then LA, finally, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's like I just met so many famous people that, like, I just got used to it to where they're just normal people. And I'm that, mm-hmm. that starstruck, I think by maybe the third or fourth celebrity I met, that's kind of gone. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, they're just regular dudes. Don't regular ask people. them. I, so I try to just, whenever I do meet someone famous, I always just try to talk to them and not ask them the same thing they've been asked five million over, times over, over. by everybody else. Do the thing you did in that movie. Do the thing. 
sing the song. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, okay. yeah. That's great. Now, the other thing I wanted to comment on with your intro is I love how you phrase this. I, I don't think a uh, hundred plus episodes on this show that anybody has phrased it like this. And you said empire building that that is a powerful combo phrase right there and i love it thank you thank you because we were trying to really hone in on our niche and often we we are working with clients who are in that six figure well into it they're trying to go to the high six and and hit those seven figures as solopreneur and entrepreneur but it's not just like I'm going to do this. I'm going to work myself into the ground. They're wanting to build a legacy. They're wanting to have an inheritance mm-hmm. for their kids and, and a platform and generational wealth. And in order to do that, you have to build an empire. And so then that's, it's a mindset. If you're an yep. empire builder, whether you, you can be an empire builder and have that empire builder mindset when you're making $10,000 a year or a hundred million dollars a year, but it's, it's that mindset and that's who we love to work with um, because they're moving forward and they see the value of investing in themselves and in their business. One of my favorite cliches is always, you know, if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. And Mm -hmm. that oftentimes people forget that if you're being complacent, you know, that's fine. You know, you get to a level, you're comfortable, but you're not moving forward anymore. You're moving backwards and eventually not accounting for inflation, right? (laughs) Right. Eventually you're going to be that old guy, that old woman, whatever it is that it's like, Hey, you know, they just don't have the drive anymore. And they're on the chopping block to get replaced by somebody younger. So you have to, especially as you start getting older, I think you always have to keep the drive. That's where you've got to turn it up, you know, make safe moves, but uh, you know, take some risk and some try risk. to learn new things. And for me, the, as what I've seen with our clients and the reason why we like working with who we like to work with, the biggest risk is actually being more and more of your authentic self. That seems right. to be harder than, than, oh, I'm going to acquire this new company or I'm going to buy this apartment building to diversify my income stream or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those things are pretty black and white decisions. But as you get older, the, the older people that I really respect are the ones who have owned it. They're like, yeah, I'm 40. This is me. I'm so tired of trying to be your version of me. And they finally have grasped what they've been put here on this earth to do. They've aligned their energy. They've combined it with some business strategy. And then that's when you start to see people take off. Like I have this one client who was a corporate HR and she's a lawyer. And (laughs) one day she goes, I don't like this. I'm in a toxic work environment. I'm out. And she actually figured out how to get them to pay her to leave a toxic work environment. She moved to Mexico. Now she has multiple businesses, one of them consulting people on how to do the same thing that she just did. And she has this freedom because she she said, I don't remember what the age mark was, like 40-ish. She's like, Mm -hmm. this is not me. I don't like this. Now she's making more money, living on a beach love and life. And that for me is the greatest feeling of that evolution, right? And teaching other Mm -hmm. people how to do that. That's how you prevent yourself from becoming obsolete. But she would have never been able to do that if she didn't step into who she was. That's great. That's great. And he reminds me of another guest that we had. I think she was on episode 90, 94 last season. 
uh, Deborah Driggs. You can remember the episode number. <laughs> well, I take my I take my guests very seriously. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> and she, uh, Deborah Driggs, she's a former Playboy playmate. Uh And she basically was like, I go into life and every situation that I go into is I think, well, what would the best version of me do? Because Mm, now that she's older in life, there's 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 been many versions of her throughout her life because people change, you know, kind of like the decades change, you know, the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, you know, people change like that too so when she gets into a situation it's like what would the best version of me do and i kind of found that mind-blowing i mean i heard things like hey what would jesus do but not (laughs) what what would the best version of me do me do and i love that not that i don't love jesus i love jesus and buddha and christian (laughs) over here but my my love with that statement comes because it had that evolutionary element and that alignment element already baked in. So when yeah. I do bioenergetic business coaching with our with my clients, the very first thing that I focus on with them is how are we going to align your energy and then take a look <laughs> and seeing where that misalignment has caused you to stray off of your path from your goals. And those are the first things that we go after. So when you're saying when she is saying this great quote like how do I show up as the best version of me sometimes you don't even know who that person is right Mm -hmm. and so then you have to figure that out first and then you're like okay this is the Alea I want to be in and that means that I need to change this behavior this mindset this relationship this might even have to move like what, what do you need to change and shake up so that you can actually have the freedom to do that because it's easy to say it and I love that she said it but then you sit down and you're like okay great I'm gonna be the best version of me and as soon as you sit down and say that and you're like and she is who <laughs> have we yeah. met her yet and is there an invitation I need to send out like <laughs> then that's when the work begins <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes me uh, remind. What was that movie uh, like, Multiplicity or something like that? Oh, with uh, oh David, no, ah, oh, the guy that played Zoolander played Multiplicity, or no? I, I forget, but you, uh, that, that's a movie where there's like there's the ten same, different a bunch clothes. of the same dude, <laughs> right? Right. Some of them goofy, some of them exactly, you know, like alphabet, some of them wimpy, you know, with all the different personalities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's kind of how it's like in a nutshell there. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you, I know one of the big things that you're you're big on is email list and future proofing your business by building relationships and growing that list. You want to talk yes. about that a little bit? Yes. Can I tell you about my current drama in order to talk oh, yeah. about that? Yeah, let's talk about the current drama. I love drama on this <sighs> channel. I actually don't like drama. So that's why this is like sticking out as just like a pain in my side. So I have, I'm going to claim that I still have this account. I have my at Alea Harris account on Instagram. One day my publicist emailed me. She goes, what's going on? Are you like changing accounts? I can't find you. And I'm like, what What do you mean you can't find me? I go on and my account has been deleted by Instagram. No warning. No 
hey, here's a letter. No, hey, this is what you did wrong. Nothing. And I don't use bots or I don't do anything. The only thing that we can think of is that maybe like, it's, I was doing something with a DM and then someone reported me, someone didn't like a message, something. That's the only thing I could think of because I don't buy followers and or, or email lists. I don't believe in any of that. So it's gone. Years of, I post daily, y'all. So years of quality content, reels, everything gone. And, and it's, yes, still, it's still gone as of right now? It is still gone. So sometimes when you look for it, you'll get like just the profile. It'll be like, this user hasn't posted anything yet. Sometimes when you go and you, and you try to find it, it'll be like page not found. So it is still gone. So we do have at flourishmarketing.co. So of course, that's the one that I took to, to, <laughs> to tell everybody what was happening. And, you know, and, and LinkedIn, and I said, you know, this sucks. However, I'm still hashtag unbothered because I've been building my email list. And it was a reminder to me and to everyone else out there that you do not own your social media accounts. Social media yep. is just one part of your marketing funnel and your marketing strategy. So if you're just relying on social media, you have a problem. It could happen just like I'm, I'm, didn't don't still don't know what I did wrong still don't know if it's going to come back even though I'm going through the appeals process and that may and they haven't me, they haven't told you like hey your account suspended or it's banned they said it's deleted people will not be able to use it if you feel like this is an error follow these steps so the step one you send in this picture of you holding this code up on a handwritten piece of paper once yeah. you send it in, they don't tell you how long it's going to be to get back to you. They don't tell you if they're going to get back to you. Nothing. It's it's a and it's reviewed. Process. It's it's reviewed by bots. So I have the similar story. Um, mm -hmm. now mine was with the Facebook ads account, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and I'm like, okay, I sell coffee and I have a podcast. How could I like? What kind of misleading ads am I really putting out there? Right, am I right. getting people to click because, you know, the ads are that good? But, right, right. you know, I, I have no idea. And they actually suspended my account, took it away. I appealed it and working with bots and stuff like that. And everybody just like, nope, yeah. it's gone. It's gone forever. It actually took me filing a report with the Better Business Bureau to wow. get an actual human to review it because the Better Business Bureau still works this day and age. And then once an actual nice human that reviewed might be my it, next step. then it got reinstated magically full account. Wow. Magically. Magically. Well, because I think then there to Instagram and Facebook's defense only slightly there are a lot of bots on their platforms mm -hmm. so i yep. do understand the crackdown but they've also got to realize that there's real people there that they need a better way to differentiate between the two and if a real person is appealing a bot can't appeal for you so if a real person is mm -hmm. trying to go through this appeal process at least do us the decency of having a real person review it right right? <laughs> right yeah you know it's also comes down to um i i've seen a lot of articles about recently like with facebook and their oversight board as far as not 
understanding context or things like that. And therefore, without the correct context of what something's for, people are getting, you know, deleted or removed mm. accounts. But either way, I guess you're probably happy that the, the the Department of Justice slapped them with the lawsuit to try to make them sell Instagram and WhatsApp, right? Um, well, I try not to retaliate, but I'm not sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because, you know, that email about Instagram was from Facebook. And I don't hate Facebook. I've used it. It's been able to help me grow my audience and reach my audience. So it's not that I hate them or don't like them. I use all three of those tools, WhatsApp, Instagram, and Facebook. The problem becomes when, if you're a business owner, and because this happens to me all the time with clients, they come to me and say, I want to start marketing, put me on Instagram. And I'm like, uh, we can do that. We offer social media management services. However, there's more to it than that. Let's talk about what your goals are and where you want to go. It's funny. I sent an email out to my email list saying I'm, I'm in Instagram jail. Um, free, <laughs> hashtag free Alea. And it was there. I got several people that booked sessions with me and booked business with me to help them build their email list because they were like, oh, my God, I am just using social what do I do? (laughs) Yeah. So email list building, the reason why I like it, going back to your other question, is it's the one, the the thing that you own, you actually are building an asset. It's almost like every email is like a dollar in the bank. And Mm -hmm. you have those email addresses that you can then control how you are able to market to them rather than whoop, you're Instagram is now gone. Why? Who knows? Right. When is it coming back? I don't know. Like it's it's a much more secure way of building of building a business, a multifaceted approach. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but how how are the open rates on emails? Because well, I guess with my work email, I probably open more of those emails, but I know who most of those people are are that are sending it Mm. to me whereas with my gmail i mean i think i just looked at it it's like twenty five thousand emails in the inbox i know first of all that's ridiculous like just delete them at this point (laughs) and just delete them um it's the average person checks their email 10 times a day Mm -hmm. so and the open rates um are not falling in fact they are increasing and email is becoming more and more an effective way of reaching your audience it seems like that to the to the user because you subscribe for a lot of things but if your Mm -hmm. emails are copywritten well and you've had people opt in to your list and you're sending quality content you will be able to to sell i understand like exactly what you're saying i have some people that I just went through a whole unsubscribe, 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 because I'm like, oh, that's not me anymore. I don't really need that. But there are some people I'm like, I'm never unsubscribing. Like, there's a copywriter, yeah. Laura Bell Ray. I'm like, I'm never unsubscribing. Like her emails yeah. are amazing. And it's those, those type of people that you're trying to reach. If you're mm-hmm. just sending spam sales emails, and yeah, you're not going to, not only will you not reach those people, but you're going to get blocked from their email box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understood, understood. 
So how can we drive more profit, though? And this kind of goes with the emails as well, too, by having a clear brand story. So often when people hear about like email or social, they they use them as platforms to talk about themselves. So they go on their inbox or in their email service provider to get into other people's inboxes. And they say things like, we have this cool thing. Uh, this is what we've been up to. Didn't you miss us? We've been gone for a while. People are like, I don't even know who you are. Um, and here's what we offer. And here's some more what we offer. Now here's about us. Now here's my story. Mm-hmm. I was working with a client and she showed me, we're working on her second launch and she showed me her first launch and she's a brilliant person. She's a doctor, um, but she's also a poet. When one right. of her emails, she sent a poem out and it was a lovely poem. However, that's not going to make you any money. So it's about, you know, and it was more about her experiences and there's a place for that for empathy. But when you're building your story, the story is really about your client. You are the guide in the story and they are the hero. So when people are, are on email, for example, you want emails to, t- to address their biggest pain points, which means you need to do the research on who your customer is in the first place. You got to know. Right. You can't just send random stuff out. Like I was working with this other client who is an Enneagram, all things Enneagram. He has this blog that is like Enneagram gifts for your Enneagram type and Enneagram career guides and EnneagramGifts.com. Super cool. He was like, okay, well, how do I make it so that I'm like, not just selling the guide, selling the guide, selling the guide. I'm like, well, you can talk about it's graduation season. How, how does the Enneagram seven react to that versus the Enneagram three, by the way, I'm an Enneagram three wing two, just in case you were wondering. (laughs) What, what, what is Enneagram? You've never heard of Enneagram? You got to take the Enneagram test, first of all. So Enneagram. Um, there's several Enneagram tests. There is, it's similar. Spell it. To, Spe- uh, spell that e- for all of our. <laughs> for all of the listeners and you. And me. Right, right, right. E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. G-R-A-M. Yeah, Enneagram. <laughs> so Enneagram is a similar personality test to like DISC or Myers-Briggs, but it goes much more in depth and it allows uh, you to, and it has nine numbers and it assigns you numbers and it's a little bit more technical um, to, to its approach and it allows you to feel like you are empowered to transcend the boundaries of just living within your one box. You are a complete human and here's how you can guide yourself into that it's quite lovely uh, oh um, no that looks uh it looks pretty awesome yeah i am familiar with disc and disc profiles we use that all the time at vision 33 but just looking at this briefly i can't see that um you know it, how this does go it looks more in detail uh, i will say when i started searching it here on Google as soon as I pulled it up. I guess uh, Enneagram 7 is m- maybe not a good one because uh, it says oh, no, Enneagram no 7 selfish. No, <laughs> there are bad quote-unquote or shadow qualities of all of them. So no. Yeah. As Wait, a three, that, I have shadow that's qualities. That's with everybody. That's, that's with, with everybody. everybody though because even the most crystal clear person has bad qualities in something they may hide it very well and they look pristine to the outside world 
but there's right. something that they do that's illegal probably that's illegal yeah. <laughs> right right we're all you know, felons bodies in the freezer something <laughs> but, well, and then also it's like what so say you do one thing that that you know sarah over there thinks is great and i think is horrible then it's like okay mm-hmm. well it also depends on perception of who yeah, you're perception's talking to big around. yeah absolutely. perception is big so um let's uh, let's try to wrap up here with some two final questions uh okay we've had a lot of people on here talking about websites and not even the the homepage, but more like landing pages and stuff like that. But I want to hear your take on this as far as why is having a, you know, a website that really helps drive your business forward so important? First of all, your website should be the final destination for your clients in a good way, in a good yeah. way right? All roads (laughs) should lead to your website. So if you're not using it as a sales tool and you're using it kind of like a brochure and you're not asking for the sale, you're leaving money on the table. If you're not pinpointing exactly what it is, the problem that you solve, you're leaving money on the table. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes, you know this, clients have no idea what they want. Even if it's something as simple as a t-shirt. Well, why do I want a new t-shirt? Well, I mean, I guess, but if you're like, well, this one is super soft and it will solve the problem of like, you know, your cuddle time with, with your partner will be even nicer. Like whatever it is, you'd be like, Ooh, I do want that. That is a problem I have. You have to articulate that problem. And often people don't do that. And so then because they don't do that, there is no story. Then you're just talking about yourself and you're listing benefits and features and you sound like everybody else. But if you're able to draw people in, you use that website as your home base for your messaging strategy that's replicated across your platforms, whether it's your Mm -hmm. guest podcasting, you have your own podcast, email, social, all the above. Yeah, yeah. So last question here then um, before we wrap up would be, how do you clear creativity blocks to be able to do your best work? I think that is something that's hard for busy entrepreneurs to be able to do. Yes. So this this could be its complete own podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to keep it really, really brief. There's one, you have to have the awareness that you are blocked. So a lot of the time people are like, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I actually can't come up with my Q4, one, two, three strategy. Um, I don't even know if I should hire people and why am I doing this again? All of those are signs mm-hmm. that you are in fact blocked. Or if no matter what you do, you just can't seem to put the money in the bank, you're blocked, right? And, and you need to have that awareness first. Then as you're clearing the creativity blocks, there are several things that you can do depending on where that blockage is. And actually, and we when we do our bioenergetic business coaching, that's the, the first thing that we do is we pinpoint where those blockages are. We do have a quiz to help as well. It's completely free, flourishmarketing.co slash quiz dash B-E-B-C. You can go and you can figure out potentially where some of your abundance is being blocked. To clear, you can do anything from, sometimes it's like literally like just take a nap. Like you, you just need to sleep. You've been exhausted. You've been working seven days a week, 20 hours a day. You just need to take a nap. Sometimes it's, it's, you need to journal and, and, and excavate some of those, the past hurt and trauma. 
You might need to go reconcile a relationship. You might need to go and move around and get outside of your bubble and literally go outside and play. Um, Sometimes people are thinking like, creativity blocks are just like, I need to sit and meditate, which meditation is wonderful. And yes, you should absolutely sit and meditate and have a regular, some type of awareness centering experience ritual that you do on a daily basis. But clearing those blockages often involves activity, not inactivity, but it's a Mm -hmm. different activity to shift the energy in the direction that you're trying to move to. That is awesome. So let me ask you, despite your personal Instagram account that no longer exists, where can people find you? Coming back. (laughs) People can find me on on our company Instagram, which is at flourishmarketing.co. And also just head over to our website, which is, as we've talked about, the place that you really want to be anyways, which is flourishmarketing.co. We have a great free resource section. If you're at the top nav there and click on resources. Also, I've been big kicking it and loving it on LinkedIn recently. So come on and join the conversation over there. I really like the way that the algorithm works. You feel like you're making real connections. People actually make comments and you see things that you're I just commented on your video because look anybody that's watching this I mean even the people listening you can tell Alea has personality (laughs) and you've got to see some of these videos that she puts out there because they just I mean I don't even have to have the volume turned on I just see the video (laughs) and I see her facial expressions and I'm just laughing I'm like that's awesome it's great I'm so glad and some of those (laughs) were the Instagram reels that are now deleted so now they're like exclusive content on my LinkedIn (laughs) (laughs) there you go there you go there you go so we will definitely make sure that we have your uh, flourishmarketing.co slash freebies link down below in the descriptions. You can find it whether you're listening on iTunes or watching on YouTube. Hey, Alea, thank you so much for coming into this Shark Tank for thank two you. episodes. Thank you. Shark Tank. I'm so glad yeah, that I'm shark here. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Thank you so much. It's been amazing. And I'm sure he'll be back next year. Oh, yeah. No, you can't get rid of me that easily. We're going to do it for sure. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. Thank you. Take care. Cheers. Wow, that was an awesome chat with Alea, right? First, you all know the routine. If you found this interview helpful, if it sparked those warm and fuzzies, do me a favor, hit that like button, smash that subscribe button. But if you really want to help us out, help your friends, your family, your colleagues, your coworkers, whoever it may be, help them discover Shark Bite Biz by sharing this episode out to your network. Get it out on Twitter. Facebook, LinkedIn, or wherever you dwell on the interwebs. Point is, I would love to see nothing more than Alea Harris, Flourish Marketing, and Shark Bite Biz out there trending. Now let's get back to our rock star, and I literally mean rock star guest, Alea. Awesome, awesome points, awesome discussion. You know, Alea has one of those unique personalities, and I really love her, and I love chatting with her. She screams engagement. I mean, who can 
see this woman and just be like, no, nah, no, nah, nah, not interesting at all. No, she is somebody that calls your attention, that demands attention. It's hard not to engage with somebody with her personality. And that's probably why she's dropped onto us what, you know, she dropped onto us that she's a type A and an Enneagram 3. I didn't even know what Enneagram was. I'm stuck in my disc profile world. I think if you didn't know what an Enneagram is like I did it, definitely give it a Google search. Learn more. Knowing yourself with these types of profiles allows you to lean into your top abilities. Abilities you may not even be aware that you have. Play to your strengths, and these types of profiles allow you to know what those strengths are. The email conversation we had was interesting. I was a little bit surprised of it because in 2021, when I hear email, well, well, okay, let's take a step back. When I hear marketing, I don't necessarily think email marketing because you can convert Instagram traffic, you know, or Instagram likes into dollars. But what happens if one day Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or even, you know, those of you that are still using MySpace, one day instantly, bam, you lose access to your account. You are banned. Not being able to log in and especially if you're trying to dispute it, I mean, it's near impossible to get a human to review it with a lot of these big tech companies. It's just big tech bots. Then all that money that you spent, all that time that you spent building your profile, building your accounts, building your followers is gone. You can't make any more money after that point. Future conversions, totally lost. You basically got to start from scratch if they'll even allow you to make a second account and start all over. If you think that's impossible, look at Alea. Her Instagram account, her personal account, white plan. It is gone. It no longer exists. And I'm clueless, just as she was saying on the show. You know, it's crazy because I've seen her account being banned and she did nothing remotely bad nothing controversial or anything like that she is the furthest from that luckily she still has her flourish marketing account but her personal account is gone and that's where getting the email addresses of potential clients is critical it's a backup plan and like she said People still engage in email, and it's actually higher engagement than what you probably would think it is in 2021. And surprisingly, it's actually pretty affordable and surprisingly cheap. If you have content of value, they will come and they will buy if you're sending out the right stuff via email. Email is just as strong as ever. And I need to say, hey, thank you, Alea, for coming on for the second time and sharing your amazing talents about building an empire. I just love it. This is amazing. Thank you. Question of the day. What's your plan B for your business if big tech bans you? Leave a comment down below on YouTube. And remember, if you want to be on the show, shoot an email to interviews at sharkbitebiz.com. Please don't forget to join the channel. 
$3 a month, you can become a baby shark and you can support this very channel. Or like we said before, get the freshest coffee available delivered to your doorstep at deadhousecoffee.com. Use code SHARK, get 20% off of your order. And again, all the proceeds, whether you join and become a baby shark or you get the freshest zombie-themed coffee ever, help support and make this show the biggest and best we possibly can. So once again, you all know this by now, but I'm David Strasser. This is Shark Bite Biz. We'll see you all next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Shark Bite Biz. We hope you got some insightful info from this podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us through your favorite podcast app and visit us on the web at www.sharkbitebiz.com. How has business changed for you in the 20s? Email us at podcast at sharkbitebiz.com so you can join us and share your story. Thank you.